So here we go with Freddie Bell and the Bell Boys. A cowboy named Roy. IT Privacy and Security Weekly Update oh, for man. January 5th, 2021. Following on from last year's collection of the best IT privacy and security stories yet, we set up your ROI, or return on investment, in this section with what these stories mean to you. There's no better way to drive a story home than with a message of, what's in it for me? And that's what we deliver. We start our journey across the world with a criminal complaint, and we end at the doctor's office. In between, we have insight from the Netherlands, India, China, the EU, and the U.S. If you use any type of technology, there's a story here for you. So, without further ado, we'd like to help you start your great new year off with best wishes and the best IT privacy and security weekly update yet. Let's get going. From the U.S., need a reason to use two-factor authentication? Check out this criminal complaint filed December 22nd, 2020. According to the affidavit filed in support of the criminal complaint, in February 2020, 19-year-old Desmond Bablu Singh sent the victim, here called Jane Doe, an Instagram story, professing his love for her. Jane Doe was a former classmate of Singh's older sister. Jane Doe rejected Singh's romantic advances and told him she was not interested in a relationship with him. Jane Doe, who resides in Maryland when she's not attending college, asked Singh not to contact her any further. As detailed in the affidavit, from approximately April 18, 2020 through November 24, 2020, Singh allegedly used more than 100 different social media, electronic communication, and phone accounts to send Jane Doe harassing and unsolicited messages. The messages included express and implied threats of death and bodily injury, sexualized violence, and racial slurs. Singh allegedly accessed several of Jane Doe's electronic accounts without authorization, changing her passwords to lock her out of her accounts, and posting offensive images and statements to her accounts without authorization. Singh allegedly obtained personal images that had been privately stored in Jane Doe's Snapchat account, which he later posted on social media accounts used to harass Jane Doe and sent via text messages to Jane Doe and her family members. According to the affidavit, Singh publicly posted Jane Doe's personal information on several occasions and encouraged others to harass the victim. Singh also allegedly posted the personal information of Jane Doe's family members. Singh allegedly sent harassing messages and posted messages attacking an ex-boyfriend of Jane Doe, who Singh viewed as a romantic rival. In addition, Singh allegedly swatted Jane Doe, causing a police response to her Baltimore County residence in response to an emailed bomb threat. Further, the affidavit alleges that Singh solicited others online to rape, murder, and decapitate Jane Doe in exchange for Bitcoin. Wow. Okay, so what's the upshot for you? Whenever something like this occurs, take dated screenshots. For example, Facebook threat 2021-0105, documenting anything maliciously directed at you online. Remember that you can't stop a crazy person, but you can use two-factor authentication and account-specific logons to prevent them from hacking into your accounts. 
Those logons might be something like a name plus the service name. If it's an email you need, sign up for a Gmail account with a generic name and then use the plus sign name of the service addition. So anything after the plus sign and before the at sign before Gmail is discarded to create a truly unique email. And lastly, remember that the authorities take this kind of threat very seriously. So do make records of when it happens and reach out to authorities. This next story is a little bit technical. So if you're not running a Zytel firewall or a VPN gateway or access point, it might not be relevant to you. But we think you might get a giggle out of it just the same. Over 100,000 Zytel firewalls, VPN gateways, and access points are updated with a hard coded admin backdoor. Dutch security team, iControl, report that this is pretty much as bad as it gets. The Zytel 4.6 patch includes a username and an admin password hard-coded in the patch. Security experts warn that anyone ranging from DDoS botnet operators to state-sponsored hacking groups and ransomware gangs could abuse this backdoor account to access vulnerable devices and pivot to internal networks for additional attacks. So if you have a Zytel network device, check online, update it to the latest patch, and for some versions of their controllers, you may have to wait as long as the end of the week, but they are making them available as quickly as possible. So what's the upshot for you? Well, we always recommend updating anything with a network connection to the latest patch. But in this case, ouch! Patches for all these devices should be available again by the end of this week. If you have one, put something in your calendar with the Zytel.com link in it. This story comes to us from India. Data from an August breach of Amazon partner JustPay is dumped online. Data from a breach that occurred five months ago involving JustPay, which handles payments for Amazon and other online retailers in India, has been dumped online. Raj Sakar Rajaharia discovered data of 35 million Indian credit card holders from a breach of a JustPay server that occurred on August 18th. The data included sensitive information, such as the name, mobile number, and bank name of customers whose payment info went through the company's service Exposed data included an edited screenshot of some of the data. JustPay is a Bengaluru Indian-based startup that partners with leading online retailers to make payment transactions, upward of 650000 per day in India. Merchants with payments going through the service include Amazon, Swiggy, Make My Trip, Yatra, Free Charge, Book My Show, and Snapdeal. Now, back in August, JustPay responded immediately to the incident and stopped the intrusion, terminated the server used in the attack, and sealed its entry point, according to the statement. Within the same day, a system audit was done to make sure the entire category of such issues is prevented, the company said. Our merchants were informed of the cyber attack on the same day, and we worked with them to take various precautionary measures to safeguard information. While the company may have already informed partners... It did not reveal the breach publicly to its customers until this week after Rajaharia's discovery of the dumped data. JustPay's delayed approach to revealing the breach has some calling for the company to be investigated by Indian authorities for its lack of immediate disclosure. 
So what's the upshot for you? Well, we say it's important for customers to know when we have been compromised too. If you have flexibility in who you select for payments, this might be a great time to let your vendor know that you're not happy with JustPay's sense of transparency. Remember, it's your data and it's your right to have it protected. From Hacker News in the U.S., Ticketmaster is to pay $10 million in a fine for hacking a rival company. Ticketmaster has agreed to pay a $10 million fine after being charged with illegally accessing computer systems of a competitor, CrowdSurge, repeatedly between 2013 and 2015 in an attempt to cut the company off at the knees. Further, Ticketmaster's employees brazenly held a division-wide summit at which the stolen passwords were used to access the victim company's computers as if that were an appropriate business tactic. The allegations were first reported in 2017 after CrowdSurge sued Live Nation for antitrust violations, accusing Ticketmaster of accessing confidential business plans, contracts, client lists, and credentials of CrowdSurge tools. In addition to the $10 million fine, Ticketmaster has been slapped with maintaining a compliance and ethics program to detect and prevent such unauthorized acquisition of confidential information belonging to its rivals. The company will be required to make an annual report to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the next three years to ensure compliance. So, what's the upshot for you? Vote with your feet. Consider buying your tickets from another vendor. Ticketmaster may then learn that being a good corporate citizen is as important to its customers as it is to the U.S. government. T-Mobile suffers its fourth hack in less than three years, but it still takes the security of your information very seriously. We love Graham Cluley's rants about T-Mobile's most recent data breach. In an update on its website, the wireless providers published a notice of security incident. Don't you love the way companies try to find words to make their data breach notifications sound as dull as possible? In its advisory, T-Mobile says that its security team recently discovered that hackers had managed to access information related to T-Mobile accounts, which, quote, may have included phone number, number of lines subscribed to on your account, and in some cases, call-related information collected as part of the normal operation of your wireless service, end quote. Huh. Well, that's the latest breach. Let's look at the previous three breaches. In March 2020, T-Mobile revealed that hackers broke into employees' email accounts and stole customer account information. At the time, T-Mobile said, we take the security of your information very seriously. In November 2019, T-Mobile confirmed that more than 1 million prepaid customers were impacted by a breach which saw hackers access their names, phone numbers, billing addresses, T-Mobile account numbers, and details about rates and plans. At the time, T-Mobile also said, we take the security of your information very seriously. August 2018, hackers stole details of 2 million T-Mobile customers. At the time, T-Mobile said, we take the security of your information very seriously. Fancy that. It's almost as if they have a template already in case of a breach. So what's the upshot for you? 
Well, if T-Mobile seems to be playing free and easy with your user data, it might be something to remember if all else is equal when sourcing your next phone service provider. This next story is a detective story that emanates from China. How a new ransomware attack is linked to a Chinese Advanced Persistent Threat, or APT, group. A report from a security team called Security Joes and Profero reveals the vendors uncovered the links after investigating an incident in which ransomware encrypted several core servers at an unidentified firm. What was interesting about this backdoor was its utilization of Dropbox as a command and control server. Well, that drew them in. Let's see what they discovered. APT27 is believed to be a state-sponsored Chinese APT, again, that stands for Advanced Persistent Threat Group, focused on cyber espionage and theft of information and data. What stood out in this incident was the encryption of core servers using BitLocker, which is a drive encryption tool built into Windows. This was particularly interesting, as in many cases, threat actors will drop ransomware to the machines rather than use local tools on the operating system. The work of attack attribution is fascinating, and this report steps through all the discovery components that lead to the conclusion. If you're at all interested in detective work that goes on to provide examples of ownership and tool set use in the spy-slash-hacker community, this is a great article to review. So, what is the upshot for you? If you love a good police or detective show, cybersecurity may have more than a few elements that interest you. Following the trail of a hacker can be equivalent to piecing together clues in detective work. In any case, this is an eye-opening opportunity to see how this particular group was tracked down and identified. From the European Union, Missing Big League Sports, let's check the EU GDPR penalty scorecard instead. The General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR, is the toughest privacy and security law in the world. Though it was drafted and passed by the European Union, or EU, it imposes obligations onto organizations anywhere so long as they target or collect data related to people in the EU. The regulation was put into effect on May 25, 2018, and each year, as regulators become more familiar with the application of the regulation, you should see fines steadily rise. Okay, so let's get to the stats. In the league tables, it seems Italy, with 58 million euros in fines, the UK with 43 million euros in fines and Germany with 37 million euros in fines are first, second, and third in terms of the total amounts of GDPR fines levied. Spain tops the list with the numbers of fines at 128, Italy with 34, and Romania at 26. Clothing retailer H&M got the biggest fine last year of 35 million euros followed by Telecom Italia at 28 million, British Airways at 22 million euros, Merit Hotel Group with 20 million euros, Italian telecom operators Wind Tre with 17 million euros, and finally Vodafone Italia with 12 million euros. So, what's the upshot for you? It's the recognition that your information is valuable and needs to be handled and disposed of safely for the time it's required. 
While you may not be a member of the European Union, similar regulations are being put in place around the world. They all work to protect you and your identity. Our last story is kind of a sad story. It's global in nature. Ransomware surge drives a 45% increase in healthcare cyber attacks. Healthcare, and while the doctors and nurses were busy fighting for their lives and our lives, with COVID-19 in the emergency room, the IT team were busy with cyber attacks, which increased at double the rate of any other business sector. There was a 45% increase in attacks on the healthcare sector versus less than half this figure, or 22%, for all other verticals. November was particularly bad, with healthcare organizations suffering 626 weekly attacks on average per organization, compared with 430 in the previous two months. Although the attacks span a variety of categories, including ransomware, botnets, remote code execution, and DDoS, perhaps unsurprisingly, it's the ransomware that displayed the largest increase overall and poses the biggest threat to healthcare organizations. Financially motivated cybercriminals have been going after the healthcare sector since the start of the COVID-19 crisis, well aware that hospitals and clinics are distracted with the huge surge in cases coming through their doors. Central Europe experienced the biggest rise in cyber attacks on its healthcare organizations during the period, at a 145% increase, followed by East Asia at a 137% increase and Latin America at a 112% increase. Spain saw attacks double, and Germany recorded a 220% surge. Although North America at 37% saw the smallest rise regionally, Canada experienced the biggest increase of any country at 250%. So what's the upshot for you? Well, healthcare organizations are simply getting overwhelmed, front, back, and sides. There's no good way to frame this story or the outcome. Continue to be vigilant. Check your credit rating with the credit bureaus quarterly. And now, more than ever, watch the bank, credit card, and health statements. Lastly, let's take every opportunity to thank the front line in healthcare near us. This has been a relentless nine months for them, and they have literally been impacted physically, emotionally, and digitally. That's it for the first ITPNSWU of 2021. We wish you a great start to the year, and we'll be back in seven days.